welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. I'm your host, Vince Marcanti. Well, how y'all been, my friends? Good, I hope. I want to thank Jeff from Staten Island for reaching out at theplutocracyreport at gmail.com. This show's dedicated to you, buddy, and it's going to be a good one. Well, I want to start out by half-heartedly apologizing for making fun of sheepies so much. Because it's apparent that for most people, unlike me, they really find it tough or impossible to release their ideological bias. And some people have been building their box of delusion to hide in over a lifetime. And thus, they suffer from cognitive dissonance. However, we will never take back our government until enough of us do wake up to reality and finally take action. It's the only way things are going to change. Now, I got to say, lefties are brain dead if they still support the Democrat Party, which is now the party of plutocratic preference. You know, the same with the righty dummies. I mean, what in the world do they propose that would help to change anything? Have you ever heard a, a Republican have a good idea on anything? And this Humpty Trumpty moron is such a huge deception to them, you know, because The lefty media is so fervent in their attacks on him with the Russia crap and everything else that maybe they can't help but to root for him and think he is a maverick, you know. It's pathetic to think that way because the man is a spoiled, rotten piece of crap and not very bright. Is that not obvious? But, you know, to be fair, I will say I'm a little bit sorry for making fun of the Trump people you know, who think he's fighting the deep state because I know you see the mainstream media constantly attacking him. Well, except when he bombed Syria, remember that? Oh, they just love that stuff, huh? They were saying it was beautiful and presidential to illegally bomb a country over a fake chemical attack that we had our white helmet rats perpetrate. Remember CNN was saying he became presidential that day. It was just marvelous how he bombed them. Well, the control structure works in the shadows. It's not acknowledged as a secret plutocracy, of course. Yet everyone by now should know who's in charge. Trump can say his immature, vague things that sound like he's fighting the deep state. But that is part of the charade to divide and distract us. And it spawns false theories and gossip. Therefore, as long as we focus on the political reality show and ignore the real problems and the people who cause it, it's all good for the plutocrats. You know, that's all they care about is the division, dividing us. The childish attacks on Trump over Russia is only for show. But I can see why you might want to root for Trump the Dumpty because you hate the mainstream media and we all should hate it and demand it be shut down or labeled gossip and state-biased fluff. That's what it is, and it's all wrapped up in plutocratic propaganda. I mean, just listen to this infantile garbage that was the lead story on NBC Sunday National News of Delusion. This is astounding. Tonight, what happened behind closed doors? New questions about President Trump and his dealings with Russia and whether he himself was a threat to national security. Did you hear that? That's just a teaser to get you to tune in, you know? Wow. Is he working for Russia? <laughs> Listen to the story now. Good evening. President Trump is a man who has long been in the public eye, a reality TV star, a businessman who sought the spotlight, a leader who frequently breaks news on Twitter. This weekend, though, two reports raise questions not about his very public life, but about what he's done in private. The New York Times reports the FBI once investigated whether the president himself was working for Russia. The Washington Post raised questions about five meetings during the past two years between Trump and Russian leader Vladimir Putin. We begin tonight with Kelly O'Donnell at the White House. Snowed in at the White House today. A bitter chill swept across Washington with disturbing allegations reported by the New York Times and Washington Post that prompted this startling question from a friendly Fox News interviewer. Are you now or have you ever worked for Russia, Mr. President? President Trump did not answer directly, but appeared indignant. I think it's the most insulting thing I've ever been asked. 
I think it's the most insulting article I've ever had written. At issue, the Times reports that in 2017, the FBI investigated the president directly, suspicious that he might be aiding Russia. And the Post wrote that former officials described the president as curiously secretive about his conversations with Vladimir Putin, even keeping interpreters' notes from senior advisors. Today, the Secretary of State rejected those claims. The notion that President Trump is a threat to American national security is absolutely ludicrous. But Democrats demand more answers. House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff tweeted, Last year we sought to obtain the interpreter's notes or testimony. The Republicans on our committee voted us down. Will they join us now? Why is he so chummy with Vladimir Putin, this man who is a, a former KGB agent, never been a friend of the United States? But Trump ally, Senator Lindsey Graham, said he is astonished by the FBI's actions. This really did happen. Congress needs to know about it. And, I, and what I want to do is make sure, how could the FBI do that? What kind of checks and balances are there? The New York Times also said that the FBI counterintelligence probe of the president became part of the ongoing Mueller investigation. No evidence has emerged publicly that the president had any secret contact with or took direction from Russia. The president said in that televised interview, investigators found, quote, nothing. The White House press secretary dismissed the reporting as absurd and outrageously inaccurate. Yeah, absurd, inaccurate, no proof. But you know what? We're still going to run it as the main story today. I mean, they made terrible accusations, then have to admit there is no proof or grounds to report on this farce. But it doesn't matter. I made the mistake of turning on CNN Monday because it's the only propaganda news network I get because all I have is Sling TV now because it's so freaking expensive with the cable crap. And they talk about this and how awful... It is to pull out of Syria, you know. They show the Kurds crying, and they call it a crisis because we're moving our troops a few miles away. Of course, our direct responsibility of half a million deaths. Oh, that was no crisis, but moving our troops out is, huh, CNN? You freaking idiots. Everything is lies, and everything is propaganda in our commercial state news. It's hard for people to find the truth. So I'm going to keep ranting, and I guess that's all I can really do for now. But once we take back our government from the plutocrats, we will be friends with Russia and the rest of the world. Our so-called enemies are created to keep the industrial military complex of madness going. So with these constant and baseless attacks on Trump, it emboldens his narrow-minded supporters. And I can't blame them for it sometimes. You know, the brain-dead, biased lefties are so smug and hypocritical and stupid, it makes you want to root for Trump, you know? Uh, here is something to remember, my righty friends. Even if Trump was this brave soul trying to make America great again, and his only obstacle is the neoliberals and the deep stater, whatever, it wouldn't matter because he has no real solutions, and he has no humanity. In fact, there are no politicians or even academicians who even conceive how to fix anything systemically. They can't think outside the existing system and must be brushed aside until they learn to think outside of the box of cancer capitalism. And simply trying to regulate a destructive system is no solution. So you Marxists have to grow up as well and forget about that stupid ideology too that only tried to regulate a capitalist monetary system. Even if Trump was a good guy, which he clearly isn't, and even if he had real solutions, which he clearly doesn't, he is powerless in a system of plutocracy that we pretend is a democracy. It was the same thing with Obama and would be the same if Bernie won or whatever Democrats going to win next time if we don't stop this crap show. Furthermore, if he or any other individual is a threat to the power structure, they are suicided or die. You know, it happens all the time, and not just JFK, but countless journalists, witnesses, whistleblowers, activists, movement leaders, whoever is a turd in the punch bowl of plutocracy will be killed until we all stand together and give each other cover.
That's why my message is that people must stop supporting all politicians if they take money from the plutocrats. And they all do because they can't win if they don't. And we must unite to overthrow the power structure. They can't kill us all. Or can they? Well, let's talk about that a little bit today, even though it's a scary thing to consider. Because they can kill us all if they felt they had to. I mean, just think about it. Pathogens from planes, they already know how to spray chemtrails. I hate using that word, but I couldn't think of another one right now. Or they can send us into chaos by an electromagnetic pulse on the power grid or just shut them off. And imagine if that happens right as we were beginning to revolt like the French Yellow Jacket movement. They would say, it was an enemy attack and we are at war. You know, so stop protesting, everyone, and just try to survive without power. They have the power to get away with any false flag as long as their inner party lackeys continue to follow their orders. And a majority of us will still believe it. I mean, think about this. I heard a majority of Americans don't believe the official story of 9-11. And yet nothing ever happens. Who cares? It's in the past and the Super Bowl is coming up. Thank goodness for architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth for fighting on because I heard a grand jury will hear their case, you know, but nothing will happen unless we all stand with them. But so far we never stand for anything, and when we finally do, it has to be for ending plutocracy entirely. And then we can arrest the scumbags who were involved with 9-11. As of today, the power elite is in total control and no doubt has contingency plans for a people's uprising. And isn't it obvious how militarized we have become? And people will still follow any orders for a measly paycheck because they can't think of getting an honest job. And they're worried about being poor or homeless because it's no fun. Yeah, but it's way more noble than participating to inhumane madness ordered by the parasitic plutocrats. Now, the hypothesis I am about to propose is not meant to scare you and make us not try to overthrow the power structure. It's just something to consider and be outraged about. We need to consider everything. And once we get a real people's movement, like in France, anything is on the table for the plutocrats to try to crush the uprising. Martial law, which may be instated in France very soon. Now remember, they used World War I to end uprising. The last time, the workers of America wanted fairness and were uniting. And now the evil options for them are many and frightening because they have no compassion whatsoever and wouldn't hesitate to cause mass suffering or mass death just to keep their system and set of living arrangements and... Even a nuke launch is on the table since they have their underground towns set up for them. And the money that they use to build these underground military bases is all unaccounted for because they're called black operations that the Pentagon just hides, you know, now to the tune of $21 trillion. My prediction is that they will take away our electricity if we start protesting en masse. And it may be in the form of an EMP attack that will be blamed on Russia or China or Iran if they deem they have the capability. Or they can just say they hacked into our power grids. What? You don't believe me? You think I'm nuts? Listen to what the Department of Homeland Security has been saying lately. Start prepping. Electric grid, prime target of terrorists. Profound threat, says counsel. December 10th. The report surviving a catastrophic power outage from the President's National Infrastructure Advisory Council and published by the Department of Homeland Security. In a new report that warns that the electric grid is the prime target of terrorists, Americans are being urged to prepare, get this, for up to six months without electricity, transportation, fuel, money, and health (laughs) care. Yeah, okay, assholes. Many people won't last six days, and you people don't give any advice on how to survive this either. Okay, well, there is some natural occurrences that could damage our power grids like a solar storm or solar flares, but that never has happened, nor 
Have we ever decided to modernize our electric system in this country, you know, to smart sustainability using microgrids and alternative local and safe sources? But that will never happen until we end plutocracy. They want us primed to think an enemy like Russia is the threat. And perhaps they are since we won't let them be. We keep poking and threatening them and blaming them. I mean, they have a right to be upset. But Putin is as cool as a cucumber, and he doesn't want to fight. This was just published January 11th, 2019. An aptly titled investigative report. America's electric grid has a vulnerable backdoor, and Russia walked through it. The Wall Street Journal has issued documents, computer records, and interviews to reconstruct exactly how Russian hackers accessed the U.S. electric grid in the spring of 2016, an attack that continued through 2017 and possibly 2018. <laughs> yeah, they're not really sure about it, and nothing happened, but... Them Russians are bad. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the Russian hackers, who worked for a shadowy state-sponsored group previously identified as Dragonfly or Energetic Bear, <laughs> broke into supposedly secure air-gripped or isolated networks owned by utilities with relative ease by first penetrating the networks of key vendors who had trusted relationships with the power companies. They got to the point where they could have thrown switches and disrupted power flows, said Jonathan Homer, chief of industrial control system analysis for DHS. Huh. Sounds like a cushy job, huh, that this genius got? DHS has been warning utility executives with security clearances about the Russian group's threat to critical infrastructure since 2014. But the briefing on Monday was the first time that DHS has given out information in an unclassified setting with as much detail. Oh, yeah, plenty of detail, huh? It concludes to withhold the names of victims. Oh, but now says there were hundreds of victims, not just a few dozen, as had been said previously. Aha, uh -huh. exaggeration now, huh? So they want us to know Russia can flip off the power switch at any time. And wouldn't it be convenient during a national uprising? They say the power grid is a prime target for attack by nation states. Yeah, all the nation states we screwed over might want to get back at us, huh? Well, maybe I could believe that. But I don't believe they have the cap capability, and I don't think they would do it. And I don't believe a real war could break out with nuclear-armed countries. But a false flag can be used any time against us. They got away with 9-11, and they can get away with anything if we let them. I also see the rollout of 5G as something that must be stopped, or it will empower their ability to subdue us even more. You know, electromagnetic waves have frequencies, and so does our brains and emotions, and they know the electric current waveform of fear, bliss, anger, and this technology can't be left in the hands of ruthless, soulless profiteers. We don't need this, and human health should be the main concern in every technological decision. And in this plutocracy, it is not in any of them. From agriculture to health care and everything in between, they don't give a goddamn about our health or the environment. We can use geoengineering and 5G as a reason to take back our government immediately before they freaking kill us all. As a matter of life and death, we have to gain control and stop the madness. No, Vince, that's conspiracy. The government loves us and would never do things that would negatively affect our health. Idiot Democrat sheepy, shut up. Let me delve into this a bit. January 8th from Waking Times. 20,000 satellites from 5G to be launched, sending focused beams of intense microwave radiation over entire Earth. Public attention about 5G has been focused on the plans of telecom companies to install millions of small cell towers on electric utility poles, on public buildings and schools, on bus stop shelters, in public parks, and anywhere they want in national parks on federally owned land. In urban local communities, 
there will be a cell tower approximately every 500 feet along every street. As bad as these small cell towers might seem from the standpoint of constant exposure to radio frequency radiation in close proximity to the source, perhaps an even more alarming prospect will be the beaming of millimeter-length microwaves at the Earth from thousands of new communication satellites. Now, remember I talked about the millimeter waves and how the military is using them as a crowd control tool. It's weaponized, and it makes you feel like your skin is burning. The FCC gave approval to SpaceX. Oh, hooray for Elon Musk. He's going to save the human race single-handedly, right, sheepies? Freaking slimy, pretentious charlatan rat. On March 29, 2018, to launch 4,425 satellites into orbit around the Earth. The total number of satellites that is expected to be put into low and high orbit by several companies will be 20,000 satellites. Ground-based 5G systems are already being implemented in dozens of major cities right now. Plans are being approved by hundreds of other cities, which will allow implementation in 2019 and beyond. Do you think your town can say no to 5G? Because we live in a democracy? Nope. Cities do not have the right to say no to 5G. FCC regulations prevent cities from objecting on the basis of health concerns. They can only speak to the issue of aesthetics and the practical matter of the placement of equipment. God, this is insane. Who rules us? Our cities are required to say yes, and they better do it quickly or telecom companies will threaten them with legal action for obstructing their plans. Now remember, the FCC works purely on behalf of the telecom industries in granting them access to airwaves, no more and no less. The first two 5G test satellites were launched by SpaceX in February of 2018. Hundreds of other satellites are expected to be launched in 2019. The full set of 20,000 satellites could be put into orbit during the next two years. Now let's just put this into perspective. As of September 2017, there were 1,738 operating satellites in orbit around the Earth. This means the number of satellites will be 11 times greater than the current number. Now, even if you don't care about being bombarded with electromagnetic radiation and how it can impact our health in the long term, think about what this means to the already devastated environment. Because rocket fuel is very destructive to the Earth's ozone layer, which protects us from the harsh effects of radiation from the sun. In 2017, there were 90 rocket launch attempts worldwide. The rockets that use solid fuel produce massive ozone depletion, while rockets using liquid kerosene as fuel destroy less ozone. But they release massive amounts of black carbon soot into the air, especially at high altitudes. If the number of annual rocket launches increases by 10 or more times, which is likely under the plans these corporations have made, computer models suggest that the combination of ozone depletion and release of black soot could produce a 3-degree warming effect over the Antarctic and reduce the ozone in the world's atmosphere by 4%. And that's on top of what solar radiation management is doing to the ozone already. But who cares? I'll be dead before the sun's UV rays get really bad. I want me some 5G so my phone works better. Come on, this is ridiculous. Nobody needs or wants this. Plutocracy works in secrecy and doesn't want any health issues preventing any upward flow of money. Each satellite will be the size of a small refrigerator and will weigh approximately 900 pounds with a life expectancy of only five years. This means there will be a massive amount of space junk orbiting the Earth. Eventually, all those satellites will fall down to Earth and will burn up as they enter Earth's atmosphere. All the hazardous materials in the satellites will be released into the air and will float down to the ground as dust or in droplets of rain. And most people won't care, but we got to look at everything, not just one issue. Like, consider this. This is something I just learned, that 60 gigahertz of radio frequency emissions, which they say is just fine for us, 
is the absorption spectrum of oxygen molecules. You know, isn't that nice? Do you think the plutocrats in the wireless industry give a damn about how dangerous to all life this is, even the very air we breathe? Now, I already talked about the possible health issues and the way it can be used as a weapon against us a while back, but I want you to do your own research into this. It'll scare you. Now, I'll post some stuff about this on Facebook, so friend me if you haven't already and say hi. You know, I don't know why people hardly ever friend me. I, I ain't going to bite you. It, whatever, who cares? If people don't want to connect with me, fine. Yeah, we're, we're too busy, Vince. How many people say that nowadays, you know? I'm too busy to do anything. Yeah, because football is on for eight hours a day, all weekend long. Uh, whatever. I mean, even with all the isolation and apathy, I still think our movement must be organized on social media, even as they try to censor us and shadow ban us like crazy. Word can still spread. Actually, since I complained about Facebook a couple months ago, I ranted about it because they were banning my favorite alternative media sites and they weren't coming up on my feed. But, you know, lately it's been much better and most of them are back. Now, it's obvious things are really bad and getting worse environmentally, economically, politically, and in the media. There has never been a more precarious and insane moment in time as we are seeing now. The need for people to rise up and put an end to the greedy and ruthless power elite has never been stronger. And yet most of us in America are sedating our minds and just going along with it. We have to galvanize people to unite on one issue. To change course immediately and time is running out rapidly. In my view, we have till November 2020 to totally reverse our path towards plutocracy-induced omnicide, or, you know, we done. So I want you all to hear a song that kind of tells us where we're at. I can still see the light of possible American revolution. It's still flickering, but it's dwindling. The sun is going down. Action must happen now, my friends, before it all goes dark. Now is not the time to give up. You know why? Because it's not dark yet. But it's getting there. Shadows are falling And I've been here all day It's too hot to sleep And time is running away Feel like my soul has Turned into steel I've still got the scars, not the sun in me. There's not even room enough to be anywhere. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. And my sense of humanity has gone down the drain Behind every beautiful thing there's been some kind of pain She wrote me a letter and she wrote it so She put down in writing what was in her mind I just don't see why I should even care It's 
That was Bob Dylan from what was deemed as his comeback album called Time Out of Mind, and that was 1997. I like that song, and I hope you enjoyed it as well, my friends, because music is what keeps me sane in an insane society. Time is running out as we whistle past the graveyard of plutocracy-induced omnicide. But it's not dark yet, so let's mobilize now. I want to talk about unity because it's undoubtedly the only thing that can facilitate an overthrow of the plutocratic system. Now, I tell you in every show about the dichotomy of division and how we are kept divided by contrived, idiotic, failed ideology, and they try to keep us ignorant of reality and certainly never envision systemic solutions. Isn't that right, you academician asswipes? The plutocratic propaganda uses informational tactics to divide the people, you know, so they fight one another instead of collectively facing the real issues. I'm here to tell you that that has to change, and it can. The Yellow Vest movement is an inspiration to us all. The people on the left and right are united in removing the leader of the rich. And I love this news. Listen, the yellow jacket protesters <laughs> destroyed half of the speed cameras in France. Up to 65% of the cameras have been smashed, set ablaze, blown up, 
painted or covered with yellow jackets that give the movement its name. Man, I really love these people. This is so freaking exciting to me. It comes as the protesters urge citizens to empty their bank accounts and spark a massive run on French banks. Activists are issuing calls on social media for massive cash withdrawals from banks ahead of a ninth weekend in a row of planned protests in Paris and across the country. <laughs> you know, I I tried that here on Facebook way back in 2009, and I got two likes and one negative comment saying, I was a danger to society, and I'm just jealous of rich people. <laughs> Jeez, it's amazing I haven't given up on American sheepies yet. But I got to admit, my patience is running out. <laughs> the two-party system is a malevolent but genius apparatus to divide us. And the propaganda media is just the start of it. We became so deeply entrenched to our state-manufactured ideology and the party politics that people promote as if they are part of a team, you know, a herd, so to speak. And... They help divide us, you know, that the media doesn't have to do it alone. The freaking dummies, the dummy sheepies do it for them. Self-policing society. Let's drop the contrived party politics and ask people if we can agree on the main issues. You know, I'm not talking about abortion or gun rights or building a goddamn wall or what's better. Liberal or conservative. Screw that bullcrap. Here is the real questions that I think most of us can agree on. What's better for society, cooperation or competition? You know, I know some Republicans will actually say competition because Milton Friedman polluted their mind with callous concepts. Well, how about this? Do you think the state of our community is more important than the upward money flow? Is our health and safety more important than money? What's better, war or peace, justice or injustice, freedom or enslavement? I think most of us would agree on those questions. Do you think the most wealthy and greedy should be in charge of our decisions and policies? Or should the people have a say in their own affairs and within their society? I mean, most of us can agree we need to change this government and replace every politician currently in office. The first demand will be to remove private money from politics, to bar lobby groups and vested interests from political decision-making, and to dismantle the two-party system so independent community representatives are elected and actually serve the people. So that means every incumbent who took one dime of private money, has to step down. This would be a 100% turnover in government, and we can finally begin to do things better. How can anyone disagree with that? Righty and lefty sheepies should be able to agree with that, right? It should be simple to get a majority to overthrow this government. Well, before I jump to conclusions, let's put it to the test. Let's see if I can get a lefty and a righty to agree right now. And by the way, if you want to be on the show, you can call into PRN at 862-800-6805. You know, just say your name and the name of my show and leave a comment or a question. And I guess they'll, they'll forward it to me and I'll put you on the air. And th that number, once again, is 862 800-6805. Okay, well, for today, Vinny Jr. has set up a conference call with some people who have called in before and voiced their disapproval with me. And they have kindly agreed to participate in this experiment to see how effective I can be at changing people's minds because I, I really need to test my skills. Okay, are we all set up, Vinny? Y you got him on? All right. All right, well, this is pretty cool. Never done a conference call like this before on air live. Okay, here we go. Let me click it on here. Is this a button? All right. Oh, crap, I hit the wrong button. Hold on. Right here. Okay, 
Hello, Bruja and Dexter. Welcome back to the Plutocracy Report. Yeah, whatever, commie. Oh, well, hello. I gotta tell you, Vincent, I don't have much time. I'll be attending an after-party for our wonderful new Democratic governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, who made an inspiring speech after he was sworn in. And it's all so exciting, because after four years of a regressive Republican governor, we finally have sanity again. Ah, shut up. He's a pro-baby-killer liberal idiot that should burn in hell. You watch your mouth, mister. The right to have an abortion is an option every woman must have in this country. Hang on there, guys. Just settle down a minute. I want to get your opinions on a few things here. Now, first, let me ask if you guys would consider boycotting both parties and only voting for third-party candidates or no one at all if a third option, free of plutocratic money, is not available. We'll start with you, Bruja. Why the hell would I do that? Donald Trump is making America great again, and he needs all our help to fight the liberal New World Order. He sacrificed his cozy life to stand up for us, and commies like you do nothing but make fun of him. I will fight to the death for my president, and nothing you can say would change my mind, because what I said is the truth. Ugh, you see how stubborn and foolish these Republicans are? It's really pathetic. Ah, shut up. No, you shut up. I could never vote for a third party because the Democrats need our votes now more than ever. The Republicans are destroying the very fabric of our nation. After all, Obama did such a wonderful job saving us from that George Bush who almost crashed our economy. I'm You're so insane. excited about Elizabeth Warren. She'll make such a great president and will be the first woman ever because the Democrats are progressive and for equal rights. For all. Connie. And I'll tell you what, Vincent, you better get on board and tell your listeners to vote for her. I know you are a Democrat at heart, even after all the horrible things you said about them. Uh, well, listen, you guys, your candidates have no solutions to anything. They are all simply willing servants to this plutocratic system and simply acting in a show for their own personal gain. And all they are there to do is divide us into two sheep herds. And it's time we end this plutocratic system by voting for people free of the influence of the power elite and let our government work for the people and in their best interests. What the hell are you talking about? No solutions. Trump has solutions for everything. Ugh. He's getting us out of Syria, and he made peace with North Korea, and he wants to end all wars. He's going to build a beautiful wall to protect us from the immigrant invasion that is bringing down this country. And all the Democrats are trying to do is sabotage him. They don't want him to have any victories because they love the New World Order. And if we let some bimbo Democrat that thinks he's part Indian in the White House... The first thing they're going to do is set up FEMA detention camps to put all us true patriots in because we want freedom. Oh, God, you're insane. Yeah, he's such a great guy, huh? He works for the Russians who got him elected with all their Facebook anti-Hillary memes and pulling out of Syria only emboldens ISIS. I mean, think of those poor Kurds. He's turning his back on them. He's reckless and dangerous, and now... Government workers are going homeless because he shut down the government for his stupid wall that no one wants. Elizabeth Warren has real solutions, Connie. and she will reel in Wall Street and tax rich people higher so we can afford to have affordable health care. Oh, really, Dexter? I thought Obama already gave us affordable health care, but that didn't work out, did it? Obamacare is a disaster, and he wasn't even born in this country, and his wife is a transvestite. I saw pictures of her bulge. Ugh, you make me sick. Are you both going to gang up on me now? Is that why you asked me to be on the show, Vincent, so you can have someone to be little? Well, I don't need to stand for this. No, 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 no. Hang on, Dexter. I'm not picking on you. Both of you guys are completely delusional. Everything in the mainstream media is scripted pageantry for sheepies. None of it is real, and you only read and believe stories that fit your biases. Trump doesn't run foreign policy. The war plutocrats do, and Obama didn't write Obamacare. The health insurance plutocrats did, and every major decision, policy, and act in government is for the benefit of the plutocrats 
with total disregard to any social or environmental cost. And it has led us to poverty, debt, death, impending collapse, and possible near-term extinction. Now, it's clear. Both parties work for the same masters, and we have to end it by 2020. Now, it's time you guys see things as they truly are and give up your biases and join us in revolution against this shadow plutocracy, and let's take back our government. We all want peace instead of war. We want truth instead of lies and happiness instead of suffering, right? I mean, both you guys need to come together and unite so we can change this destructive and inhumane system set up by the money master elites that I call plutocrats because that's what they are. Now, it's time for all sheepies, Democrats and Republicans, to stop supporting these sock puppet politicians and unite to take back our government. Now, are you guys with me? Can we unite on a new party called the Rationalists? You're insane. Your third party would be nothing but a bunch of commie homos who want everything for free. We got a president who's an honest man, and he's working for us, and we have to support him before the New World Order liberals use their fake media to take him down. Oh, why don't you just dry up and blow away, you fascist? I'm not a sheep, Vincent, and I'm warning you, you better help us get as much support for the Democrats as you can, or we will be taken over by Nazi freaks like that loudmouth jerk on the line. All Republicans are loudmouth jerks. Yeah, that's because we're sick of whiny liberal homos like Shut you messing up. up our country. And you're trying to take up freedoms we fought for. Oh, please. You never fought for anything but to be first in line on the short bus. Yes. I am a highly educated person. Only uneducated rednecks vote for Republicans because they're so dumb. You're a socialist idiot from the liberal teachers that brainwashed you. You know, to think that a one-world government and abortions are great. You're going to burn in hell, commie. You have a lot of nerve to say that. I have some great professors who know more about politics than you'll ever know. Who did you learn from, Alex Jones? Alex Jones is a true patriot. Why don't you just shut up, you commie, and go to your liberal fairy party? No, right, no, why right, don't you just down, shut you up, guys. you jerk? Hey, no, hey, you please, shut up. Cut the damn call now. Cut him off. Oh, man. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> that didn't go so well, I guess. Well, listen, my friends. As I have stated before, we probably can't wake up every sheepy. Some hold on to their belief systems for dear life, and they are afflicted with cognitive dissonance. It's hard to get through to them, but we don't need them all. We only need a tireless minority and a message that is clear and concise and a goal to end the system and initiate a new one that is neither socialist nor capitalist because it will be rational. So keep planting seeds in their minds, but don't get discouraged because change is coming whether it is chosen or forced, and we need to fight for the better option not a continuation of plutocracy. Now, you know, CNN says people who voted for Trump are uneducated voters, and that's really smug and disgusting because if being of higher education means you would prefer a proven sociopath, sellout, lying, and conniving rat like Hillary, it just proves how narrow-minded and acquiescent to plutocracy you are. People who voted for Hillary are okay with war and overthrowing foreign governments at the cost of unimaginable suffering. And keeping the plutocratic status quo at home is just fine with them. So in many ways, Democrats are even more brainwashed and malicious than Trump voters, who must be completely brain-dead to believe a word that he says. I wrote this on Facebook and got massive agreement with five likes. See, I'm a, I'm a popular dude with my sheepy bashing. Everyone loves hearing that. Hey, Vince, who are the dumbest, most useless, and counterproductive people in the world? Is it the people who support Trump and think he is fighting the deep state? No, my friend. They are the second dumbest group. The worst among us are the ones they call educated voters. 
They are all Democrat trusting and loving zombies who can't formulate an original thought and still watch CNN. They have no mind of their own and live in delusion from the regressive academic indoctrination. And they still think this plutocracy is a democracy. They will never fight for a better system or ever see the world with a clear lens. Let their smug asses watch from the sidelines as the rational and aware Americans take back our government and finally demand a governance of sanity and humanity. So the smart people are the ones who didn't vote and refused to participate in the election charade, or the ones who voted for a third party. And if I'm not mistaken, that would constitute a majority of Americans. So once we mobilize, we can really achieve something that will change everything. I know for sure both parties are made to keep up the status quo, upward money flow, and keep business as usual. The only thing I could be wrong about is if Trump is really a maverick and wants to end plutocracy and the Fed and war and poverty and give back the government to the people. (laughs) Well, I'm not seeing it. And I made my opinions clear on Trumpy Dumpty. And being a fellow without political bias... I'm most likely right, that he is a useful idiot to the plutocrats' dichotomy of division and the political crap show that they need to stay in power. But maybe he can be a great leader because I heard someone say he knows more about, well, he knows more about just about everything than anyone else in the world. Uh, Who was it that said that about him? Oh, yeah, Trump. Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do and income than I do. Nobody Nobody knows knows more about about construction construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B. I know the H-2B. Nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS than the generals do, believe me. I understand things. I comprehend very well, okay? Better than, I think, almost anybody. And by the way, who knew the other side of the picture better than me? I knew it. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements than me. I understand the power of Facebook. Maybe better than almost anybody. I know more about renewables than any human being on Earth. Nobody knows more about polls than me. I know more about courts than any human being on Earth. I know more about steelworkers than anybody that's ever run for office. I know more about golf than Obama knows. Nobody knows more about banks than I do. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Well, obviously, he doesn't know about nuclear weapons. I know more about nuclear weapons than he'll ever know. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. Who knows more about lawsuits than I do? I'm the king. I know more about offense and defense than they will ever understand. And nobody even understands it but me. It's called devaluation. I understand money better than anybody. I understand the system better than anybody. Nobody knows more about debt than I do. Nobody knows the game better than me. I know more about contributions than anybody. And who knows more about the word apprentice than Donald Trump? I understand politicians better than anybody. Nobody knows politicians better than me. Who knows the other side better than me? Who knows the other side better than me? I think I know more about the other side than almost anybody. And I understand the other side. Perhaps I understand it better than anybody else. I was the fair-haired boy. Nobody knows more about it than me. I know more than these politicians. These guys don't know anything. I know a lot. I know more than I'm ever going to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, our president is a genius. He knows more than anybody. (laughs) Well, actually, he does know how to sound like a narcissistic fool, maybe better than anyone else. But that's probably it. And the fact that he made it to be president shows how pathetic both parties are and how apathetic to real change and delusional the voters are. Now, protests are breaking out in many different countries, and we have the French to thank for that. But things are going to get really heavy now because I read the French government moved to impose a police state to deal with the protesters, and I even heard the U.N. Army will step in to assist the French police. So I made the announcement heard round the world on Facebook. I said, From this day on, everyone who works for or follows the orders of the demon rat plutocrats must be taken down. 
They have to decide whose side they are on now. Okay, well, next show, I'm going to talk about universal basic income because it's something that will be very important. Now, I believe we're going to see it and we're going to need it because when we take back our government, we will use it as we transfer to a new monetary system. It's essential. And even if we lose and Elizabeth Warren wins, the plutocrats will let her pass it just to keep the economy from total collapse because, you know, by then we're going to be in deep recession. You know, ignore the markets now and quit speculating on when it's going to crash because we don't know. They propped it up again. Nothing's real. It's all fake. But eventually they're not going to hold back the coming tide and there will be a recession certainly by then so hang in there pluto heads i'm sending positive energy to our french lion heart brothers and sisters who are going to battle and we need to be ready for our own fight as well and maybe we need to prepare for an electric outage as well you know it doesn't hurt to stock up on some uh baked beans and stuff you know what in a can they they give it a couple years expiration but i tell you if it's not bulging which means that bacteria got in there it's good for freaking decades i don't know uh, it, it's good to be prepared ha- have some sort of preparations if you can so until next time stay strong my friends stay healthy and keep speaking truth to power I'm Vince Marcanti, and this was the Plutocracy Report. Bye-bye.